Welcome to Walking with Freya, a journey through special needs parenting. This podcast is a place for parents and caregivers of children with special needs to share stories, the very real struggles and challenges we face, along with the inevitable love and joy these children have brought into our lives. This is a place for unapologetic honesty, well-intentioned laughter, and endless support. A safe place for us to learn, share, discuss, and help each other navigate this often unexpected journey. Be kind, be supportive, and when you can, keep the humor. My name is Annie, and welcome to Walking with Freya. Hey there, this is Annie. Welcome to episode one of Walking with Freya. For this episode, my voice is coming to you from my closet. Yes, I have a small office. I have a fancy podcast microphone because I do have another podcast. But sometimes, sometimes the recording sounds better when you're sitting in your closet with your earbuds, a microphone from your iPhone. In the interest of just being honest and hopefully helping people feel comfortable to share their stories. That's what this space is for. The space is not intended for me to to get on here and be all professional and like I have it all figured out. My credentials are that I am a mother of a daughter with special needs and so often I find myself telling these stories in my head to whoever may be listening or wanting to just sit down with someone who I know can understand drink a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or a beer, a glass of wine. I mean, you know, let's get real and just tell the story and just tell it and share it and move on. That's my intention with this podcast. I am hoping to broaden our community because I love the special needs community and I I know how we gravitate towards each other. I do. There is this, there's this unsaid connection. You know, you can see, you can see a special needs parent from across the room and the eye contact is different than it would be with another parent. The connection, the conversation, we were just in Baja fairly recently and we sat down at a table next to an older couple with a daughter with Down syndrome uh, who was there with them. And just the conversation was so easy and it flowed so easily into what it's like to travel with a child with special needs when you have medication concerns and issues like that. So that is, that's ultimately the intention of this podcast, one of the intentions. So I'll start. My name is Annie. I have a daughter with a six-year-old daughter named Freya hence the title of the podcast, who was diagnosed with Prader-Willi syndrome at three and a half months. Now, I'm not going to go too much into Prader-Willi syndrome now. I'm going to do that a little later, I believe in episode three. Um, But right now, I just really want to talk about my intention with this podcast, go a little deeper into that. So as I said, I'm a parent of a special needs child. And because of that, I know how important it is to have a special needs family, you know, a tribe of people who know your child and understand the disorder. And they don't all, 
they not only look out for your child, but they're also their advocate. And this doesn't have to just be family. It's going to be friends, you know, you're, you're the family that you create. Um, but, and these are also people that you just don't, you don't have to explain yourself or your child to all the time. Cause that gets tedious. That is, that is another intention is that let's, let's educate each other on what our children need. Let's spread the word. So there are more people in the world that understand our children, at least have some understanding. So we don't have to explain ourselves so much because it gets tedious. It gets tiresome. It gets frustrating. And I think that sometimes it, it keeps us home. Sometimes it keeps us from doing things because we worry about the safety for a child and, and we worry about, well, will somebody really understand? Can I really go through all the explaining again? I know that it has kept me home from things. At times it's kept me from getting my daughter involved in things, just not having the energy to explain her needs. In our case with Prader-Willi syndrome, that is mostly centered around food. At least at this age, I know that there are other kids with Prader-Willi syndrome that have, have, um, you know, issues with eloping and with behavior issues. Our daughter is six and she while she's not necessarily a food seeker, she will, if there's food out, she will happily try and eat it. One of the things I want to recognize is that we have, my family has such a great community around us already. Our family, they don't live in the state. They, they all live back East, but they're very loving and very supportive. And our family that is here on the West coast, our family our friends that have become our family, they've been great. They've all been so supportive and so loving. And there have been numerous times out in public, whether at parties or camping or at school or situations like that, where I have seen my friends quietly take the initiative to make it a safer space for my child whether that is picking up abandoned plates of food or reminding bigger children to play gentler games or even explaining my daughter's needs to other adults, not in a gossipy kind of way, but in a here's what you need to know, keep the food out of reach kind of way. And I'm always so, so grateful for those moments and so grateful to those friends that just help carry the burden a little bit. And I don't mean to say burden because our children are not, are not burdens, but just the, the weight, the, the work of creating the safe environment. It's a lot more work to create a safe environment for your special needs child. And so if you have people around you that want to step in and help, help carry that weight, help out here and there. It's just, it's amazing. So thank you all to all of you, all of our friends and family that help with that. Thank you so much. And I hope that you all have people like that in your life. And if you don't, then hopefully this podcast can somehow create that, whether it, um, helps you realize or learn how to talk to 
the people in your life about helping you create that space or whether it's just educating other people around you who perhaps are maybe listening to this or, you know, spread the word down the line. Like I said, let's get the word out there. Let's get the education out there. Let's all learn more about each other and our children and their needs so that we can help spread the word and somewhere down the line broaden our community and make help us create a safer place for our child and our children. I want this podcast to be a space where we can be real about the struggles that we're having without having to overcompensate with fluff. I think that we often feel the pressure to talk about the joys and the love that our children bring. And yes, 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 let's talk about that because they do. They bring us so much joy, so much laughter and smiles and love. I mean, we all love our children, we, typically developing or not. We all love our children. Sometimes there's a special bond and a special kind of love that you have with your child, with your special needs child, when you have to care so much for them and ha- and you have to shelter them and they're, and they're so fragile. There's just, it forms maybe kind of a different, a different bond, a different connection. But sometimes, sometimes we need to complain. Sometimes we need to let it out. Sometimes we want to say the things that are breaking our hearts and not not have them glossed over with fine words or, or trivialized by comments of, oh, my typically developing child does that, or, well, you're, you're a special family, you were given a special person. You know, those sentiments. Sometimes, sometimes our kids eat out of the compost at school or sob on the couch for an hour and can't tell you why. Sometimes... We want to cry out our frustration and just have someone listen without trying to make it better because sometimes it doesn't get better. Sometimes it just is what it is and the only way to find the strength to move on, to move forward, is to call it by its name and continue. I also want this to be a space where we can laugh because I think humor goes a long way towards healing and coping and connecting. I was just texting with my daughter's old speech therapist um, because she's awesome and we're still friends. She was fabulous and I think she'll be on here for an interview. Um, But we were texting about the time in speech when (laughs) Freya, Freya's phrase was to say, I have a clock. And she said it over and over again, and she got everything right except the L sound. That was just missing. <laughs> so <laughs> those those moments are so sweet and funny. And if you haven't figured out what it was she was saying, I don't know. I'm not saying it on here. <laughs> so, yeah, Freya, Freya makes me laugh and smile every day every day. Sometimes, like this morning, she makes me cry. Cry in frustration. Sometimes I get so frustrated and angry that I don't know what to do. And I need to talk about that. (sighs) 
One of the well-meaning comments I've heard before is, I couldn't do what you do. I know this comment is is meant well, but I'm still not sure what it is they're trying to say. First off, does what we are doing seem so horrifying that you really couldn't do it? Wrong. Wrong. I disagree. That's wrong. Second, yes. Yes, you could and you would because this is your child, your baby, and you love them with everything you have. So yes, of course you can do it. I think I think maybe a better comment for the people that feel so inclined to express themselves this way or, or maybe they need a little help expressing what they're trying to say. I think a better comment would be to say, wow, this looks, this looks challenging and you are rocking it. And then add on, hey, can I help? Only add that last part on though, if you really can and are willing to help. To those of you willing to share your story, and I say willing rather than want, because you may not want to share your story, but I'm asking you to. For the sake of growing and educating our community, I am asking people to please be willing to share their story. So, and you may want to also, which is, which is great. I want to share our story. That's one of the reasons I started this podcast. So, if you are willing and or want to share your story, know that you don't have to fluff it up or sweeten it up for us. We know how much you love your child. And if you just want to get down to the deep and dirty of it, that is welcome here. We will listen. If you want to fluff it up, if you want to sweeten it up, and if you want to tell us how much you love your child and how much joy they bring you and leave it at that, that's great too. We always love those stories too. We love stories of hope and happiness. They're all welcome here. The joy, the sorrow, the frustration, the laughter, the love. So I'm looking for birth stories, diagnosis stories. Those are my next two episodes. Freya's birth story, Setter diagnosis story. That's as far as I've gotten for now. I have people lined up to interview. I have other ideas for other stories. I've got people that are right now writing down their stories. I'll be sharing those. Please send me your stories. Email. There's a Facebook page. I'll get into that at the end. I'm also looking for stories on treatments and therapies. The struggles, the what works, how you went about it, um, the, the obstacles that you had getting into that. Do you have a doctor that you totally love, that you want to praise and let people know about? In the Prada Willie community, Dr. Jennifer Miller. That woman has changed so many lives and has brought so much hope to so many people. I can't even talk about her without crying. I love that woman. Um, marriage, we can be real and talk about how our relationships can be affected by this. I remember in the beginning doing some research and, and hearing that, or reading that, um, marriages of children with Prader-Willi syndrome had the highest divorce rate of all children of disorders, of, of, of anything that you're of any kind of disorder or illness that your child could have. Apparently, Prader-Willi syndrome is the hardest on relationships. So we can have that conversation. 
I'm still married at this point, so <laughs> it's still working for now, but she is only six. But that's disheartening to read, and I'm sure people have plenty of things to say on that subject. Let's talk about peers, friends, how how we navigate all of those relationships. Let's talk about siblings. I'm going to have some siblings on here. I am planning on having my oldest daughter come on, hopefully with one of her friends who also has a special needs sister. Hoping to get those two talking. Are you on the cusp of making a, a difficult and terrifying choice? A, a new treatment? Or a new medicine? Those decisions are hard. Those decisions can be very hard. And we can learn from each other's struggles and each other's experiences. And maybe we can create create a space on Facebook or, or email or or whatever. You know, maybe people have advice to offer. Have you raised a child into adulthood? Share your wisdom with us. <laughs> help help guide us on this path. But, or or find other families who have who have raised children into adulthood and and the challenges that come with that. I you know, that's not a place that that I'm at yet, but definitely I'll, I'll help, I'll help you share your story. People with children that have very rare disorders, I would love to hear from you also. I would love to give you the opportunity to educate us about your child. I know that Prader-Willi syndrome is technically considered a rare genetic disorder. It's like one in, in 12,000 to, to 15,000 people can get it. But there is a large Prader Willie community, a large and active Prader Willie community. There's several Facebook pages, there's associations, there's national associations, state associations, there are conferences, there there's no shortage of families out there willing to connect with uh, that have children with Prader Willie syndrome. So I'm very grateful for that. But I know other families whose children have have disorders that they're the only family they know. So come on here. Tell us your story. Educate us about your child. Maybe another family will will hear it and they can reach out and maybe you can make connections that way. Have you lost a child? You can come on here. You can share your story. And we can help hold the grief for you, even if momentarily. And we'll remember your child along with you as you tell us the story of their life, of their passing. We can be here to listen, to help hold the grief, to help hold the memories. Maybe you guys can help me out here. There was a story that I read years ago, um, shortly after we got Freya's diagnosis, and it was such a beautiful story. I can't, I don't remember the, I don't remember the woman's name that wrote it. I don't remember where I read it. Unfortunately, I don't remember any of that, but it was such a beautiful story about this woman who had had a child with special needs, 
and the child had passed away. And the, in the story, in the article, the woman was at a theater or some performance, and she talks about walking out and seeing the group of parents of children with special needs all kind of gathered and and talking. And she had this moment of, I, I guess, feeling out of place or, or not really sure where she belonged. And I remember the, the sentiment, and, and she may have said this kind of outright, but, you know, the, the special needs community is not a community that anybody really seeks out. It's not a community that, that you want to get into because, of course, we all want our children to be born healthy and typically developing and, you know, so they theoretically have an easier time in life. But it's a community that once you're in, you don't want to be out of it. Because why would you be out of it? Unless that you've lost a child. So it was just such a beautiful, powerful story. And I hope I didn't ruin it by trying to explain it. If anybody knows the story that I'm talking about, you can email me or put it on the Facebook page. I would love that because I would love to read it again. And, and I have a few people I'd like to share it with. So those are my intentions. Now, how you share your story is by emailing me at walkingwithfreya at gmail.com. You can get in touch with me that way. Uh, I have a list of questions and a, and a few writing tips to help spark your story, help spark, spark the flow. I should say I am a writer, and so I will be, um, with your permission, doing some slight edits on these stories if need be. Just not, I, I won't be changing the intention or the detail, but just, you know, so they help to help flow with the storytelling. If that doesn't work for you, still please get in touch with me. If you really want to tell your story, get in touch with me because we can find another way. I know not everybody is comfortable with writing. My friend recently pointed that out to me. So please get in touch with me and we will figure something out. There's also, I've created the uh, a Facebook group. Please join it. It's Walking with Freya. It's a Facebook group. And that that's open to anybody to come on. We can have discussions on there. We can have, we, you can t share your story on there. We can create community there also. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think of this idea about sharing our stories. Let me know if you want me to be a little more professional, less, less chatty. I, when I get to my stories, they're a little more written out, so they won't be as, as fumbling and as, as chatty, but, um, I also want to keep it real. I want to keep it lighthearted. Not lighthearted, because it's not lighthearted. It's not a lighthearted topic sometimes. I'm sure I'm going to cry. Get ready. Get your tissues. <laughs> so, I also have a blog that I started shortly after the di after we got Faye's diagnosis. It is called growingupwithpws.blogspot.com. Dot com. So check that out if you want. That has that goes that goes back to the beginning. So yeah, 
I look forward to hearing from you, those of you willing and wanting to share your stories. I look forward to seeing how this community here can grow and how we can help each other along this path.